another episode of Early Forever Podcast. This is Isaiah. And I'm your co-host, Tequila. <laughs> we are now at episode six. six. We yes. are at episode six. Whoop, whoop. And we have special guests with us. Introduce yourself, please. I'm Monica. I'm Scott. Hi, Monica. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we have guests two podcasts in a row i am so excited oh my goodness we're not just sitting here talking to each other we are talking to other people again and i love it (laughs) so today we are talking about careers and families you guys ready yeah let's do it (laughs) so as always like subscribe and share to our podcast early forever podcast we have a facebook page Early Forever Podcast, we have an Instagram page. We still have our Early Forever Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on SoundCloud and you can find us on iTunes. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> so, um, for the people who don't know, what do you guys do for a living? Um, so, I am a paralegal at a family law firm and we only represent men. Really? Yes. How does that work? <laughs> our clients are men only i guess you can probably do it better yeah it's it's just gender focused on men only and family law so it's custody type cases and okay. alimony cases and things like that okay. and so, he's an attorney and i'm his paralegal actually within the firm oh okay uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's That's a family awesome. affair man i tell That's you awesome. <laughs> <laughs> better not be any <laughs> too easy Uh, yeah it was really easy (laughs) so yeah I that's interesting that they only serve men because in family courts men are underrepresented so under thank you thank you I'm mumbling I'm on what time is it again yeah I'm mumbling so yeah so I think that's I think that's great it's come a long way uh I think the firm itself started in 2003 Okay. Um, and back then it was a lot worse than it is now, but it's still, yeah. you know, there's still a bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still fairly slanted, but they're, they're getting a lot better. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And so we, we were wondering, how does your job or your career, like, affect your home life since you guys work together? Yeah, you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what we do, especially being in the field of family law, and it's pretty heavy stuff every day. I mean, yeah. it's custody battles, time sharing, domestic violence, divorces. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, people are really going through the worst times of their lives, yes. and we hear the worst. And, I mean, there's always at least three sides to every story. Yes. <laughs> and... We're typically either hearing our clients or we're hearing it from, like, the other side is saying our client did this, you know, so kind of also we're trying to get to the bottom of it. Um, And for me, I mean, and the people that come to us, they typically can't handle things on their own. Okay. You know, so by the time it comes to us, it's, I mean, the things we hear and deal with, especially him on the upper level is just crazy so personally it makes me so much thankful like so much more thankful and appreciative for our relationship yeah I mean sometimes I just hear things and I'll text him I'll be like oh my gosh like just thanks for being you like I love you so much because it 
really puts into perspective what's going on on the daily, like in other people's lives and what other people have to deal with. Absolutely. And it really makes like any issue that I or we are going through in our lives, most days it makes it seem so minuscule that, you know, it kind of just, it's almost like therapy. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know, it can be really hard and, you know, it's humbling, really I'm sure. It and trying to be like that uplifting person and we're just hearing people basically yell at us all day and sometimes it's our fault like they're taking it out on us yes also but I think it helps us just I mean I think it would be different also if we didn't work together and didn't have any idea what each other was going through Mm -hmm. daily because it's also one of those things that you well, you don't want to come home and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one thing when we especially started living together, I really had to learn, like, we don't talk about work at home. <laughs> like, yeah. their problems are not our problems, mm-hmm. and we don't need to make it our problems, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was harder for me. He's always been good at He doesn't want to talk about it as soon as he walks through the door. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sometimes, though, for me, I'll be like, oh, how did that hearing go? Like, how was your day? And I'm just asking to know how his day went. Yeah. Not because I care about the client or the outcome of the case for work purposes, you know? Yeah. So sometimes there's also a fine line there. But overall, I think it just helps me become, like, I'm just so appreciative for him. And Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys you? can leave it at work. <laughs> There's a couple parts to it. Yeah, it's like the you're watching the breakdown of a relationship, so you're learning like uh, breakdown after breakdown. You know what people do to you know that kind of cause that, and to try to learn on that end. And then you've also got kind of the stressful aspect of working, and then trying not to bring that home to you know taint whatever yeah. home life we've got here. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. You know the, the two. Kind of components to it. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Sometimes if I don't get to like say something to him at work about something, it's like, it's so hard for me, especially because I mean, lately we've just been so busy. So he's barely in the office. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like hold things up. And if I don't get the chance at work to talk to him, sometimes at home, I'll be like, oh, but I just have this one question. But then I'm like, no, don't go into (laughs) it because it's just like domino effect. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's, I mean, that's different for us because we actually, we met at work. I worked for him for almost a year. I could not stand him. (laughs) (laughs) We never talked, never anything. He made my life hell. But then after he moved three hours away, we decided to start talking. (laughs) You know what they say about absence. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I I never would have thought I was. End up with you. Yep. <laughs> I'm still. He's still on trial. Okay. Oh. I'm, I don't know if I want to keep him yet. I don't know. Our contract is five years binding now. So. Yeah. Well, Isaiah, if you need us. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might need to take a little phone So, how do you feel about us? Like, we both we're both teachers. Well, I'm a teacher's so, assistant, and he's a teacher. We both work in the same school district. Mm-hmm. Um, not, oh, okay. the same, not the same grade, just the same school district. Yeah, so. I'm in pre-K and he's in middle, middle school. school. Um, so it's somewhat similar to your uh, job situation where we relate to a lot of things. Yes. Um, but the the issue that, the component that we run into is 
relating the kids that we teach to the kids that we have at home. Yes. And that's what we try not to bring home. Um, because there's... They're completely different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's things that these kids go through that our kids don't. Yes, yeah. Because we're both home, yeah. first off, and... We support, yeah, we're supportive of our kids. Systems. We hold them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where we kind of run into the, we don't want to bring that aspect home. But we do bring home the aspect of complaining about... Work. Administration, work. Yeah. Anything that goes on with what we don't like as teachers. Yeah, um, I had a kind of day like that today. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Like, we... We still don't know, like, what school we're going to be at. Like, they switch schools yeah. and people around, like, crazy. Like, so there's no... somewhere else next. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I could be, no. I can be at a completely different school next year, and I still don't know. And the last day of school for the kids is Thursday. And okay. our last day of work is Monday, is the 25th. And I still don't know if I'm going to be on the other side of town working next year. Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. That's and I'm tenured. Like, it's not, it's not like I'm new and I just right. don't know. I'm tenured and I still don't know. Oh, man. And that is so frustrating that, like, they can wait till the last minute to tell us where we're going to be working next year. Like, we all have families. Yeah. We all need to figure out what our routine's going to be like for the next school year. Figure it out during the, the summer. Yeah, what the, what's the commute going to be? And we still don't know. So, yeah, I had one of those days today. <laughs> Is it like that year after year? Where it's like Almost. That? Pretty much, Almost yeah. Ever. Pretty much. Like, I've, I've been with the same teacher. Um, we became really close friends. So, I've been with the same teacher since I've been in the district. Um, so, I've just been telling, like, my administration, like, wherever she go, I'm going. Because I, I don't want to start with a new, another teacher. I really don't. Yeah. Because we have already established a relationship and an understanding of how we both work. Right. And it's almost like being, like, parents. Like, being on the same front in yeah. front of the kids, especially preschool, yes. you know. It's much yes. easier when you can gel with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of have the same type of situation, but I'm by myself because I teach seventh grade math. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So what happens is I build a rapport with the seventh graders and I also build a rapport with the sixth graders who are coming into seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know if I'm going to be back at their school next year. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So the seventh graders who are going on in the eighth grade next year will probably come to me for advice. And yeah. I'll, and be looking for him. I'll be there. Yeah. And then I'll yeah. technically be teaching the sixth graders next year in seventh grade. And they're looking forward to it, but there's no telling if I'll be there. Yeah. So it's kind of a. And he's a built such, a, and he's he's a newer teacher, and he's built such a great rapport with the kids. It would be a shame for them to switch his school. Yeah. It really would be. He's built so many relationships so quickly with the kids. They trust him because he's reliable. Like kids know when they can trust an adult. They know <laughs> if if you're gonna, you know make a promise and keep it mm -hmm. like if you're going to tell them the truth they know they test you as soon as they meet you yep they test and once they you. have that respect for yes. you yeah they, they know yeah they absolutely do like there's do they, no does the school give you a reason like what is it just budget is it my, just for my situation my reason is because i'm not tenured yet um okay. and i work at a school who gets out pretty early so my school gets out at 2 30 in the afternoon 
and tenured teachers want that schedule. Yeah. So so if tenured teachers want it and he have it, yeah, they can take him to a extended day school. I'll go to extended day school and not get out of work until three forty five. So gotcha. it's yeah. kind of the it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I and I worked at a extended day school when I first started the district and you know Monica when we was at Atonement we was getting out of work at 6 6 30 at night so I didn't care I was getting out of work at 4 30 right but, but yeah I'm at uh I'm at a school now that I get out at 2 30 and now I can you know we can both pick up Bryson from school where right we didn't have that so it's like it's better for us to be able to pick up our kids yeah. uh-huh. from you know, well, the twins are with my parents now, uh-huh. and Bryson is at school. We were able to pick them up instead of making arrangements for other people to pick them up. Yeah, because I, I mean, that can add on. We kind of deal with that here, actually, because we, I mean, traffic is crazy around here, and they're always doing so much construction I on bet. top of it. And we live, I don't, what is it, like maybe 18 miles, maybe? From work. Yeah, from our job. So we work, it's called downtown. And we, I guess it would be a suburb that we live in. Yeah. So, but I mean, that 18 miles on a good day is minimum half hour. Wow, and yeah. Like with any sort of traffic or rain or one accident. And I mean, that's five lane highway too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so most of the time it's 45 minutes to an hour. And where his son goes to school, who we have 50% of the time, it's even on another part of town. So it takes him sometimes an hour and a half, like, for drop-off to school in the morning, to work, and then in the afternoon to get him from his daycare. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy. Not easy. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. So that's why sometimes we, like... It's tough to get even the dinner, get the homework done, yes. and then try to spend time together. I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the hardest part. My previous job, um, I worked for the cable company here. So yeah, I remember that. I didn't get out of work until seven. Mm-hmm. So there was no such thing as dinner for me yeah. at least. So she had to get out of work, get the kids. Well, just well, Bryson. Just Bryson. The twins weren't born. Yet. And get Bryson to whatever sport or practice he was in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I got out of work at seven. She usually wouldn't be to me until eight. So I was just at work because we had one car. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it would be me at work until eight o'clock and then us getting home and, and looking at each other like, we didn't eat. We like, didn't eat. Yeah. Like, Bryson ate dinner. Yeah. Bryson well, ate dinner before practice. Yeah. We didn't eat anything. So. Yeah, like I actually like the people I live with. I kind of want to spend time with them. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit. This job change that rush. Yeah. 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 Where and I try every night. Like, well, on the weekends, on Sunday, I try to prep like the dinners yeah. for at least when we have his son because it, like, you know, obviously bedtime and stuff. Yes. When it's just us, if we eat at nine o'clock, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. With him and having to get, you know, bedtime and routine and all that. And then I try to prep, like, all of our lunches mm-hmm. and breakfast and everything the night before for the next morning. Yes. You Isn't know, it crazy? The prep just to leave the house is yeah. ridiculous. Oh, and then you're still, goodness. like, running around like crazy. Just to make sure you even eat the whole yeah. day is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like, many a just, day I, I need to, to lose weight anyway. This is not, no, we're not eating today. Right. <laughs> Many a day I question whether or not my tie was wrinkled enough. Yeah. I, I don't really feel like ironing this thing today. No. We're going to be late if I do, so I'm just going to. Yeah. Just yeah. The mornings are crazy. So how old is your son? He's six. Yeah? Bryce is seven. Yes. 
he just finished uh, kindergarten. Yeah. So we've got a crazy summer until first grade. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they grow so much at this age. Uh, oh, yeah. We were just it's, noticing the other day, he was sitting in his little Paw Patrol chair. And he looks so it's tall. Not, it's not like, a little Paw Patrol, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. We've retired so many of Bryson's chairs lately. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's just like in our recliner. Like, just, okay, yeah. I'm good. I don't he's need to. I mean, every time I see pictures, I'm like, Bryson, stop he's, growing. Yes, he's like. He's already like to hear to me, and I'm considered oh, yeah. tall. Like he needs yeah. to stop. <laughs> he's, he's eight. He's, he's he'll seven. be eight he'll in be November. Eight. He's a young. Uh, he's going to third grade. Yeah, so he's, he's a, a young, young third, third grader. grader. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he for for um, New York State the cutoff is December first, uh, and his birthday is November twenty seventh. So, so he early. yeah, so he caught it like <laughs> right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so because of the work you guys do, how has that affected either a marriage with you guys or your views on divorce? Well, I, I think it's been, uh, it, it's helpful, I think, because you see kind of the same traps people fall into. Okay. So you, got, you know, a, a lot of it, like, like, I guess the initial point would be like a respect level. Like people talk about what it would be then you see it in practice where there's like a disrespect that yes. kind of affects their entire relationship. Yes. And so I, I think that's probably one communication. I think it's probably two, but which yeah. you've grown at immensely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I, I think though, if, you, if the respect's there, the communication, it, it's secondary, but I don't think yes. it's important as the respect. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I feel like the respect, like I probably don't have as much respect for like anyone in this world as I do for him. And I think also us working together for almost a year, like not having any interest mm -hmm. whatsoever in each other. It was just a barely a working relationship. Yeah. I think like once we started talking and dating, we kind of just knew who each other was. It, yes. There was no surprises. There was no and the respect was already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that, and I mean, I we don't yell. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's so, it's so different just because mm -hmm. that respect is there. Like, it's. Yeah. And we, it's, I mean, I, I've always had. I mean, I, I've never been married, even though I have a son, but I wasn't ever married uh, before. But you know, I, I'm fine to do it, happy to do it. I'm just. When we met, though, he. It's a state-sanctioned. <laughs> they put this thing on you, and they yes. tell you that all of a sudden, if you're going to get divorced, you're only going to give up half your stuff, and mm -hmm. maybe you're going to pay alimony. Mm -hmm. And the government you're inviting in your life, where if you have the, like, I think our relationship now is like a marriage. But if it's important to her, I'm perfectly fine getting married. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because wow. I we both were at opposite ends of the spectrum. Like he never had an interest in getting married and when we met I was like the girl who saw I mean I didn't have my whole wedding planned out but it's like I'm getting married mm -hmm. before I have kids mm -hmm. and stuff I'm mm -hmm. like and I think we both have kind of strayed from mm -hmm. what we originally thought yes. and we're both sort of meeting in the middle because now I'm fine with like I mean, I still want it to happen. I want my kids to have, like, all of us have the same last name. Like, that sort of thing is yes. so important to me. Yes. It's not, like, I know that neither of us are going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And from the previous relationship, the one that I was in, it was like, 
it was just like a title. Like you needed that to feel comfortable in your relationship. Like, so I thought. Yes. You know, sort of thing. And I think now he's moved to where like he would actually trust like, oh, because I'm with the right person, it could work. Yes. You know? So I think we've both kind of, which is interesting because, and now, and I used to, you could probably tell in the last year, I mean, I used to not pressure him, but bring it up. You know, a lot of the much. marriage thing, I feel like. And Sending then pictures of rings. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, when's it coming? Come on. <laughs> so that's. But now, yeah, like, I don't care. I mean, because I know we're together. If yes. it's six months, a year, like, yep. it, like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, whereas yeah. before, it was like, when is it coming? Yeah. So I just think it's interesting, especially with our jobs. And now even people would think, like, people who know me from home, if I were to say, well, like, I don't really care if I get married, they'd be like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what we deal with every day. Yeah, yeah. That's that's ironic. Um, The way that I look at it, the way that I've always looked at relationships um, was boyfriend and girlfriend, it's the same commitment to me. Um, Uh So I'm committed to you if you're my girlfriend. Like, if I'm with you, yep. I'm with you the way that you should be after a marriage. Yeah. Like, it's, you should And still, it's sad what society, I feel like, has done to that kind of, yeah. you know, because I, it's still, it, it does feel like a different, and it's almost saying husband is almost the same as saying boyfriend now, because it's just no one, I don't know if it's respect, appreciates yeah. the title, I mean, it just... People are just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, like, knows what a commitment is, I feel like, you know? Yeah. I've, I've had a couple of friends get married recently, and that's just the same thing I've always told them. The way that you guys played and joked the day before you got married is the same way you should play and joke after yeah. you get married. Yes. Nothing uh-huh. should change. The only if you thing had a solid relationship, names, yeah. yeah. If you had a solid relationship before, that's how a relationship should transition. Yeah. Should transition. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things that come into play when you hear that man, man and wife and husband and wife and yeah. those words. But. Yeah. I don't know what it is about some people when they get married. Like, they go crazy. Yeah, or they think that if things are wrong... <laughs> that's going to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like the baby thing. A lot of people think that a baby will fix their relationship. <laughs> It could make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep deprivation worse. is the devil. Like you, <laughs> that you say things you don't mean. And if you don't have a solid relationship, when you say that stuff, when you sleepy, yeah, it's over. Like you I'm don't... already, I am already scared. I mean, we're not close to being there yet, but I say to him all the time, like I already apologized in advance. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for you. And don't and don't get multiples. Yeah. Put into play, then the sleep deprivation is a whole nother level of. Yeah. Fun. You know, having having the twins tested. <laughs> that was probably tested our patience. Test. Like with Bryson, we were like, "Who is this freak of a kid? Like, doesn't I'm cry, not sleepy. Like, what? This is not what people were telling me. Like, I feel like he's gonna turn into a gremlin at some point because he's like." perfect he was yeah. too it was too perfect it was like when something too quiet you're like what's going on but that's with, what we that's what i always say because his son now is such an angel and i'm like we're gonna get payback when we have a child <laughs> it's going to be the devil like 
we need to be prepared because we have a good thing going on now. Yes, yeah. That's what the that's what the twins was like for us. We were just so tired that we looked at each other and was just like, "Get out of my face!" Yeah, like it was like. <laughs> and then the next morning, we're like, "Who was that person last night?" Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I never met there. them. <laughs> yeah. I never oh, met that person. Know. Say that again. Eighteen months. Okay. Yeah, I cool. feel like I'm in like some elite club to yeah. say that. Like I'm a twin mom. Like I love saying that. Like yes, I have twins. In yeah. Turn, like this, this, the job situation that we have now has made it so much easier. Yeah. So yeah. us being able to. All right, kids, you're in bed at 8.30. We're all up at 6. Yeah. We're all, we're work all by up 7:30. at 6. We should yeah. be up at 5, but yeah. we're all up at 6. We're up at 6. <laughs> but we're all to work at 7.30. We're all done at 2.30. Yeah. All the kids are home by 3.30. Yeah. Like, that's, that's good. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So when's girls or boys? Boy one girl, one boy. Yeah, one girl, one boy, and then the oldest boy. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we got two boys and a girl. Now that we're done rambling. So yeah. did you guys see the poll question? You answered the poll question. I did. You answered I it. answered so, did you tell him what the poll question was? I did. You it's did? Here. It's how, how first date to give it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, for the people who are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> for the people who are listening, we have a poll question in between our episodes on Facebook. And this, um, this week's poll question was, when is it acceptable to, quote, unquote, give it up? We all know what that means. Nobody be, <laughs> nobody be prudes, okay? So, um, the results are in, and um, 43% of people said that the first date is acceptable to give it up, and 57% said that later on in a relationship or situationship is what people call them <laughs> these days, it's, it's acceptable to, to give it up. That's a real thing. Okay. Situationship? You never heard of that? No, I like it. It really is a thing. I've been in plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, we always give our reactions, but we always let our guests do the honors first. What do you guys think? When is it acceptable to give it up? Is it the first date or later? What do you think? It's, it's tough. I'll give you a lawyer answer. It depends. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it might be right, you know? I don't recall getting it the first date, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still here today, so yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> so, so, Monica, you gave it up on the first date? No, not here. <laughs> no. Heck no, not with me. Well, we didn't even have like a first date. I don't even. Yeah, we just started hanging out, I guess. We kind of. We had a two-hour dinner that was like a work, and then we just talked. Mm-hmm. But then I had to travel three hours to see him. So talk about awkward. I I was like, so we had t- texted and talked on the phone for like a month, and then I had to drive throughout three hours. So. I was like, I better, like, this better be cool because, I mean, this is awkward and I'm not just sitting on your couch. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm turning around to go home. <laughs> that didn't happen then either. I know. So but, so, I, you want to know what my vote was? What was your vote? So, my vote in the poll, I said later on because I think, how did you word it? 
Where, how did you say the question again? When is it acceptable to give it up? Is it the first date or later? Okay. So I, like I said also in the Facebook group, I really think it depends, one, like where you're at in life, and two, what you're looking for. Because, I mean, I have done both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face right now. He's like, really? But no, I mean, it, again, like the whole respect thing. And if you, I mean, if you see a future, like I honestly kind of think that if there is a future, it doesn't present itself does that make sense yes uh like it just doesn't get there but if you both are kind of like on the same page like this is what we're doing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know why i'm here yes this, yeah this is what kind of situation yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a situation this is a situation ship you yeah. bought me a drink let's go yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> so i mean yeah but i mean to each their own no hate. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so my answer. Um, as a guy. As no. A, no, not as a guy. Um, I guess it's very similar to yours. It's to each its own. I mean, it, yeah. if you're looking for a situationship or if you're looking for You guys are going to say that forever you know, now. Yeah. <laughs> It just, I mean, it depends. I mean, who knows? That might, that situation shit might turn into something real. So, yeah. So you, you really don't know what you're getting. But for me, um, we can't really use our first date for an example. We were 11. So. I was going to say, weren't you like 12? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we can't really we use that. We were on a haunted hayride. But, I mean, our, <laughs> first, his brother. our first official date. Prom. <laughs> so... Yeah, and we were very stereotypical on prom night. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, so I mean, I guess if you want to be technical, I mean, if that's technical, giving it up on the first night led to a marriage. So, so if it worked for me, then it can work for you. <laughs> no, but yeah, I I don't know. I I've I've never done it as far as the first date is concerned. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking prom, then yeah, I am that type of girl, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I agree that, you know, as long as everybody has a mutual understanding about what's going on, like the, the guy in a relationship shouldn't think that it's just a situation ship and the girl thinks she's in a relationship and then she gives right. it up and she's like, I thought we were in a relationship and he's like, mm -hmm. hell no, yeah. you are a situation ship. Yeah. <laughs> so that to me is when it's. A problem when yeah. like you know like we said earlier communication mm -hmm. even if you guys just met communication is still key you don't have to be in a relationship to communicate well right. so everybody should be on the same page before they end up in a bedroom or yeah. a hotel room or the back of a car <laughs> or like wherever you want to give wherever it up that's that's my stance on it is that as long as everybody understand where they lay in the yeah. whole thing then hey get get your groove on if you're gonna yeah. get it on yeah <laughs> I, I tell you what like i never had to experience the later part of it like that's 
I mean, more power to you, but going on five or six dates and it's just like, I mean, I think I know you pretty well now. That's been, been, I know your favorite color. I know your mother name. Yeah, I know where I you mean, live. Eventually, the conversation goes into something different. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only so well, much to get to know you. As guys, though, wait, I, I have a question for the guys. Is that okay? That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. How, how do you view a girl who does give it up on the first date? Good question. I, I don't judge on that. Like, it, it you know, it, it's not like it's a, a lack of respect. Like, if it happens, it happens. But yeah. I don't know that that's a killer for a future relationship. I mean, it's... Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good um, answer. No. <laughs> it depends on the guy. Um, it depends on that guy's personality. For me, like my type of personality, yeah, I don't care that you give it up on the first night. Like it's, yeah, I'm happy. I don't want to ruin a good thing that I got going on. If you give it up on the first night, then it's something I probably want to keep in my pocket. Like it's not something I want to give up if you're willing to give it up. Oh, that. Oh, that worked. <laughs> But, I'm trying that again. <laughs> but, um, but then there's the situations where you see someone who always gives it up on the first night, and mm -hmm. you're not on a second date. So yeah, from the outside looking in, I see that, and I'm just like, ugh, maybe you shouldn't. But yeah. me myself, yeah. I'm like, if you do, I'm not one that's gonna. I'm no, no, gonna, no, no. It's too soon. Yeah, I'm too not gonna. Soon. Number one, I'm not gonna stop you. Number two, I'm not gonna kiss and tell. <laughs> number three is like. If it was well worth, I mean, if it was worth the hour and a half wait, then I'm hour gonna want to do it again. Hour and a half. He so, said hour and a half. I mean, hey, it's you it didn't even get through the whole movie. <laughs> Just dinner. Just dinner. Good what, what movie is an hour and a half now? Well, like, it's a good solid <laughs> dinner. It was, it was just a dinner date. No movie. <laughs> so yeah, that was our poll question. That was a good one. That was fun. Did we just wrap up episode six? I think that I think that does it. <laughs> we just wrapped up That's episode it. six. Woo -woo -woo -woo. <laughs> we would love to thank, oh my goodness, you guys for joining us for episode six. So I'm fun. so excited. It will be up Friday. Be on a lookout. Okay. Um, so yeah, that is that is episode six. Of course, like we say, every time we close out. Catch us on Facebook, Early Forever Podcast, Early Forever Podcast on Instagram, our email, Early Forever Podcast at gmail.com for topic ideas, discussions, whatever. <laughs> um, catch us on SoundCloud for the podcast. Catch us on iTunes for the podcast. Oh, yeah. And happy belated Father's Day to both of you guys. Yeah. You, you, are, you are appreciated. We do appreciate the good ones out there. Yeah. I do. So that I had to Aww. say that. Oh, so I, I, I be trying, man. I really do. <laughs> so of course our mantra is family, love, and life. That's what we live by. So yeah. That's good. I like it. All right, you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>